Welcome to Wealth Building Wednesdays, where we center black women and BIPOC-owned businesses, highlight opportunities and initiatives for underrepresented entrepreneurs, and center socially innovative enterprises, building generational prosperity, fostering real networking, and recycling black dollars. It's Wealth Building Wednesdays on KBLA Talk 1580. And it is indeed a Wealth Building Wednesday. I love, love, love putting black, black-owned, BIPOC, women-owned, and small businesses, and socially in our innovative um innovative businesses in the spotlight that is what we do and today we're featuring the founder of the 1990s hip-hop fashion line happy nappy wear um she is ronnie aka poet girl uh poet ronnie girl welcome welcome thank you dominique sis i appreciate it um i met you years ago at um at a several events, but I'm so blessed and honored to be on your show, and thank you for looking out for us folks. Yeah, well, it's great to see you uh, again, or hear you again, I should say. Uh, Um, Okay. You know, the life of a business person, a small business person, it it can be pretty challenging. I mean, being an entrepreneur um, requires a kind of guts and (laughs) sometimes recklessness or faith, right? Um, right. to, to step out and, and manifest the vision that you have in your mind. Tell me about that journey for you. Well, for me, it's always, and you see on my post on IG, God first, because without God, I couldn't do this. I mean, I landed in L.A. in 1985. I've been straight hustling from the 1990s hip-hop line and being involved with the different um, hip-hop clubs to uh, was blessed in the 90s to write poetry for the Moesha show which tied into everything, and then now doing the Army Couture, which is upcycled Army jackets honoring my parents who are military. But like you were saying, it's, it's a faith-based walk because all of this stuff I had no actual uh, training in, but because I believed in myself and I was hustling, I don't drive, I'm like riding the bus 24 hours a day, 210 Crenshaw buses, like my limo, okay? So basically believing in yourself because... As you know, or as we know, people will try to talk you out of your dream or tell you you can't do anything. And my thing is I want listeners to know and understand no matter what you choose, you can do it. And you have to get up early in the morning and just, and just grind. You have to grind. You have to believe, especially in the, the times that we're in now, you have to believe in yourself, whether you are a designer, a poet, a candle maker, a person that wants to have a home-based daycare business, whatever it is, you have to believe because people will try to talk you out of your dreams. Yeah. Um, so you believed and you did what? I mean, you believe. What was your, what was the launch of well, your journey? I, I mean, I, I'm the daughter of poets, so I know poets usually aren't rich. Oh, yeah. And they're not necessarily right. entrepreneurs. So. Well, because my mother was always that, had that spirit. In the 90s with the Happy Nappy, where um, I was able to be successful and will relaunch it because I was able to, because I was um, doing uh, merchandising for Quincy Jones's company. So when a Fresh Prince launched, I was able to have Happy Nappy where, like, I'm Fresh Prince, Different World. Ruth Carter got me in, House Party. So I was able to sustain myself. And as a poet, even though typically they weren't making money, I was blessed because I did Ronnie's Backstreet Poetry College Tour, writing the poetry for Moesha, and I had, was able to produce a show at the House of Blues with Pam Greer as my co-host. And I did a poetry show at the Comedy Store for five years. So... Financially, I was able to sustain myself, and then seg- and I always was doing merchandising. So I was always selling Happy Nappy T-shirts or uh, Ronnie's Backstreet Poetry T-shirts, 
And then throughout every hustle I had, I always made sure I had merchandising to back it up. And then segueing now mm. into Army Couture, I, I uh, was doing the Crenshaw Farmers Market. I do a lot of pop-ups, like the Black Girl Art Show. I do those type of events, so I'm doing pop-ups. And now that I've built a somewhat of a fan, uh, not a fan base, I call it a family base, I have people now that order because my Army Couture jackets are, are jackets that have peop- our folks like Nipsey Hussle honoring uh, Tupac, honoring Chardet, different people on the back of jackets using African fabric, so reminiscent of like an African-American quilt because both my grandmothers quilted. I was born in Mississippi, and my, I, so I say I'm half Mississippi, half Louisiana, <laughs> but raised in, raised in the Pacific Northwest. And, you know, I got that crooked letter hustle from my mama from Mississippi. You, <laughs> well, you're, you're, um, the army wear that you have, it's like an applique, right? They're different fabrics and almost like an applique collage on a jacket. It, it feels like a piece of artwork. Exactly. And I call it, thank you, sis. That's what I call it, wearable art. So the main thing, like I said, my mom and dad army. And so I'm honoring our African-American heritage and indigenous fabric from around the world and a lot of upcycle recycled fabric because I do I was so basically like if I have a, a picture of Nifty Hustle or or Nina Simone on the back of the jacket I wrap it in a quilt like form in African fabric and for example if you had a le- legacy jacket and I was doing a, a jacket with your father who I definitely admire as a poet I would use fabric that you might give me a piece of the fabric from your family to put on your jacket so my thing is creating legacy creating art on the back, on our back, wearable art, using upcycled African fabric and indigenous fabric. You also have uh, hip-hop stuff. I see, you know, I see, like you said, you said um, Nipsey, but I see a De La Soul jacket here on your IG. It, and I even see it, a sorority jacket using African yeah. colors to get the AKA thing going. What, ski I've got Catholic Sigma chapter, Washington State, so you know i got to represent the AKAs, my brothers at Alpha. And the thing is, too, with the jackets, I was blessed. Recently, I was just in the studio with um, Trey from Farside. I did a jacket for him. I'm getting ready to do a jumpsuit for my Jump Girl three, um, jump bra 333 line. And then, you guys, this Tuesday, um, Dickable Planets is on their 30-year anniversary, so Doodle Bug, I'm doing a jacket for him. So, which is, And then also just did one for Tabitha Brown, so... It's slowly, organically coming together. Uh, people are really, because my main thing is wearable art, and I, I directly talk to the different, the different customers, and I kind of make them the co-pilot for their design. So, like, um, Doodle Bug, he had an idea. He wanted to do a sunrise jacket. And the different people, if they have an idea, you come to me, I work with you to create your legacy and your wearable quilted art on the back of a jacket, honoring my mom and dad, who were military, Fort Lewis Army Base, so I'm carrying on that tradition of um, creating <laughs> quilts and wearable art. Okay, I, I just dare you to show up to any military base with this Biggie Smalls military jacket. Okay, <laughs> but wait and, a Or the Billie Holiday one either, to be honest. <laughs> okay, um, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, okay. But I would but rock either one of those, because they're, you know... They're cute. I mean, it's it's it is like art. It, it doesn't feel like a tacky, you know, brand thing. Um, so, and, yeah. No, go ahead. And you know what really is that uh, when I do pop because I do pop ups like at, like West Elm and Pottery Barn, and when I'm in there, and the, the the I get a lot of the military men that will come up to me and they will see the jackets 
and they 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 open up and tell me their story. They're like, "Oh my God, this is such a beautiful design." I was in Vietnam and etc. So it's almost like a conversation piece, wearable art, because people come to me and tell me the story. My father was in World War II. My father was in Vietnam. My son was in you know wherever Kuwait. And it's it's become a conversation piece. Yeah, I can and see that. That's why. I- I mean, I think that would be the problem. I'm sure that would be true for the wearer of this, too. So the Happy um, happy Nappy brand, um, that's like, that was the predecessor to uh, right. po- poet Ronnie Girl um, and, your, and your military wear. You may or may not bring that back, um, but we'll find no. it. You're definitely bringing it back. Oh, no, definitely bring it back, because that was, like, my start. And, like, with D Barnes and Pump It Up, I was blessed to work with her doing a lot of my happy nappy wear. And, like I said, the sh- different shows, freshmen. No, I'm definitely, as I say, bringing that black this year. <laughs> okay, and all of this stuff we would track on your Instagram. Is that the best place? Because you said you mostly do pop-ups. So um, where will we find you? Where, how, let's say we want to order something, or we just want to track um, the return of happy nappy. Well, you go to Poet Ronnie Girl, P-O-E-T-R-O-N-I-G-I-R-L brand, Poet Ronnie Girl brand. And then you can also catch me April 24th at the World Stage. And then March 3rd, I'm performing and I will have my uh, merchandise at the Black Girl Art Show. And um, yeah, so mainly Poet Ronnie Girl and I will have a website soon, but you can just tap in. I get right back to people. And I'm getting back out there with the poetry, um, setting up my Port Ronnie Girl Words Across America tour. So the main thing is I merchandising and poetry. That is my blessings. That was was what God gave me, and that's what I'm continuing. Mm. Okay, so the the uh, show uh, April 12th at the World Stage. That's uh, you doing poetry. No, um, April. Um, I'm sorry, April 24th. Um, v. Kali at the World Stage. I'll be doing a. Um, uh, full-on feature, March 3rd, I'll be at the Black Girl Art Show, and you can find out that information. And if you wouldn't mind, I can give you guys a little taste what you might hear sure. as we go out. Okay, this is for the old-school players, Black in the Day. Black in the Day, I used to watch Three the Hard Way and the original Foxy Brown, like Cleopatra Jones, be kicking with Afro, would-be revolutionary types. Then I am back on the block like Quincy Jones, be bebopping, and I be hip-hopping, and we be grooving as he be the dude whose color be purple as he be on a quest called Life, because you see... I am that sister. Thank you, KBLA and Dominic DePrima, for letting me get my flow on. Absolutely. Great way to start our day. Uh, so poetry, uh, poet Ronnie Girl, it's poet and then R-O-N-I Girl Brand. That's where you can find her on Instagram. And um, we will definitely be tracking you. Congratulations, continued success, and thank you for sharing some poetry with us this morning as well. Okay, Thank you, Ms. Dominic DePrima, sister, and KBLA and South L.A. That's how we roll. Lamert Park, Mid-City. Holla, y'all. Tap in. Port Ronnie Girls. For real. Uh, this is a great time to <laughs> call me right now, 800-920-1580, if you're feeling away. If not, i got a few things to talk about. You know that. We've got another candidate for uh, District 2, supervisorial seat, coming up this hour as well. And then next hour, Dr. Gerald Horn. We're stacked today. KBLA Talk 1580. She's reclaiming her time on KBLA Talk 1580. More First Things First with Dominic DePrima when we come forward.